Indeed, time for the Global Threat Report. Global Threat Solutions, 100% military veteran-owned security investigations firm. Global headquarters are here on the island in Suffolk. Offices as well in the city, Miami, L.A., overseas, Frankfurt, and uh, Mumbai. And, of course, great CEO, Captain Kim Bombay. Over 21 years of law enforcement intelligence experience, serving as a military intelligence officer in the Middle East. The company is incredible. Provides so many services, ladies and gentlemen, for peace of mind in uncertain times. Uncertain times we have. Uh, check it all out on the site, globalthreatsolutions.com. The aforementioned Captain Kim Bombay, sir, welcome. How you doing, Jay? So much going on, Cap. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. But uh, listen, as always, let's start. Let's start as far as the uh, the Middle East uh, is uh, concerned. Uh, a lot of uh, video yesterday. A lot of uh, video showing the babies in the hospital, in the incubators, and whatnot. Um, tough video, indeed, to kind of absorb. But you know. This is uh, this is a time of war. That's what you think, uh, unfortunately, uh, for these infants. Uh, but uh, it, it it is it's tough times. But you know, Israel alleges that Hamas is deliberately building these command centers underneath these hospitals in Gaza to kind of shield its its militants uh, from attacks. They've denied it, of course, but uh, they've got a command node. This is a this has been told by a U.S. official uh, that a command note under Gaza's largest hospital and fighters regularly cluster in and around that facility. Listen, uh, we have seen this before. We have heard this before. Human shields, the whole thing. And now we've got some video and we've got some evidence here. That's right. You know, this has been an ongoing debate now. If you look at the you know, uh, as I say, I do all my research when, when we're going to come on to speak. I want to see what happened overnight. If you go to the CNN page, which is usually, I, I really like our international coverage, it's all it's basically an anti-Israel page. It's all about Israel and humanitarian crisis and hospitals and children and babies, which is all true. However, the responsibility for there being a crisis at these hospitals has to be square, put squarely on Hamas. I mean, let's face it, Israel would not be anywhere near hospitals if they didn't have Hamas fighters and command centers there. That's the only reason they are near these hospitals and surrounding them. So, like you said, this al Rantisi hospital is the largest. They, they're they surrounding it right now, but they provided videos. They have weapons, piles of weapons in there. They have Hamas fighters in there. Um, they even believe that it was they were holding hostages there right after the initial attack on October 7th. So it's the problem is real. It's just the blame for this and the responsibility for this that the demands need to be put on Hamas. Get your fighters away from those hospitals. There's a conflict going on. What are you doing? You're going to have civilians killed. But nobody will even say that. No one will even suggest that Hamas don't hide behind civilians and babies in hospitals. No one will even suggest that that's the way out of this crisis. Instead, it's all Israel's bad. They're targeting babies. You know, and it's just completely unrealistic. And Netanyahu, he's not budging. He said, if we don't win now, then Europe is next and the United States is next. And he's right. You know, this type, we cannot allow Hamas to win this conflict. We cannot, there could be no significant ceasefire in any way. He's allowing these pauses to try and get people out of these hospitals and out of parts of Gaza if they want to. They're doing whatever they can to avoid civilian casualties, and I don't think you could expect any more. 
100% Netanyahu, you know, he said Israel's trading carefully when it comes to these hospitals. Uh, they are not, Cap, going to give any immunity to these terrorists. And that, uh, and that's first and foremost. Listen, Joe Biden expressed hope, you know, it's kind of like a less intrusive action relative to medical facilities. I understand that. Hospitals have to be protected. They're doing the best they can. It's not like, you know, they're going in and then if they're firing rockets there. They're doing the best. Listen. Prior one is eradicating, eradicating these terror, these murderers, these barbarians. That's prior one, and uh, I'll tell you, they're right. If 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 this doesn't happen, Europe is next. The U.S. could be in play right now, with all that's going on. Eight million encounters at the border. Two million gotaways. Two million. Could you imagine this? Yep. Two million gotaways at our southern border. Already terrorist cells could be forming. It's almost a short bet. I hate to say it, God forbid. But I'll tell you, Israel has to finish this job. Has to. Finish the job. And they will. They'll get it done. Without yep. question. Like you said, just this fiscal year, 2023, we've had 3.2 million nationwide encounters and we've had 600,000 gotaways, just just fiscal year 23. There's, it's not a question of if there are terrorists in our country now because of that open border we've had for two years or over two years. It's not even a question. It's just where are they and what are they planning? That's the question. We know they're here. Um, it, it would be statistically impossible for them not to be here. We've had record numbers of people on the terror watch list crossing that border. They're here. We just got to try and find them and prevent them from launching an attack. And, and I'll tell you, Jay, you see a big divide now. I think this is going to be a challenge for the Biden administration leading to this presidential election, because there's a divide in his administration. Anthony Blinken uh, pretty much admitted that within the State Department as far as the handling of this uh, Israel-Hamas conflict right now. You have, uh, I, I'd say this is the biggest divide you've seen in the Democrat Party in a long, long time. I mean, they're usually lockstep, you know, um, on the same page right now. They have these 1,600 members of the Harvard College Jewish Alumni Association wrote this scathing letter. You see a big issue on college campuses now where there's a divide. You see pro-Israel, and then you see pro-Palestine protests across the country. Today, there's one that's going to be in D.C., a pro-Israel rally, and that's going to be supposed to be over 100,000 people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, now here's my question. Are we going to see President Biden there? You would think he'd go, <laughs> right? But I don't. I'm thinking not. I'm thinking not. Or Kamala Harris, at least, right? Because I think Biden might be in San Francisco today. Yeah, he'll, he's oh. he's going today, meeting uh, President Xi tomorrow. Listen, uh, that's a whole nother storyline. You know, are, are you going to get pertinent topics discussed here? Uh, you know, you're going to you talk about climate change. You're going to talk about fentanyl. You know, I mean, that's that's the key. Yeah. We're going to talk about. Uh, Battery-powered cars, or are we going to talk about uh, Chinese spy balloons and, and bases in Cuba? I mean, what, what are we going to talk about here? Are we going to talk about funding and everything else, uh, you know, the Ukrainian war? Are we going to talk about uh, Taiwan? Or, uh, what are we going to talk about butterfly arboretums? You know, I mean, what, what is going to be the basis tomorrow in San Francisco? That's the key. That's yeah, the key. so... 
there's so many stories coming out of there. I do see some some discussion of possible agreements coming forward, but the big story right now is cleaning up San Francisco because it's such a disaster, and they have all these countries' leaders coming there. Um, now, listen, Jay, you know, when there's a world that can, or some type of an economic forum or global leaders coming, every city prepares for that, but this is different. And this is them trying to hide the complete disaster that San Francisco has become. You know, the homeless, the drug use, businesses fleeing, crimes out of control. But but she's not stupid. He knows San Francisco is almost unlivable. We're not fooling anybody right now. But they literally had to do this massive cleanup to try and even hold an event there. Um, so the, the funny thing you mentioned is, uh, is talking about the climate with him and, and the environment. I mean, China is the biggest polluter in the world. And he's going home and changing nothing. Um, they're not going to make any ground in that in that category. But two things they are supposed to be signing agreements for. I just found, I just read recently is that one is a an artificial intelligence nuclear agreement, basically limiting the use of artificial intelligence with nuclear weapons, which I think is important to do. I think you know we we are just touching on trying to control artificial intelligence. It's right now it's the Wild West, and there's no control over it. But when it comes to something like that significant weapons of mass destruction, I think that we need to do that sooner than later. The other thing I'm hearing is that they are set to announce an agreement that would uh, see Beijing crack down on the manufacturing and exporting of fentanyl. Now, we'll see how that goes. To you and I, that's an important topic. We've discussed it for so long. We know that over 90% of the uh, fentanyl coming into this country originates in China. So it is a big deal. I just wonder if Xi is an honest broker and he's actually going to do something to try and stem that flow of fentanyl into this country. Uh, listen, it can only be brought up in conversation uh, if if that if that by Joe Biden. Uh, and that's the thing right now. I mean, uh, you know, listen, he has to bring up the fentanyl. Has to. And you're killing 100,000 Americans. It's coming out of there. So in essence, if you don't, it's like, you know, in, in years past, whenever the last thing was with these guys, you know, was, was COVID brought up properly? Was it COVID, Was it brought up as far as the Wuhan lab and everything else? You know? I mean, you ask yeah. yourself, I mean, this is a very important summit right now. And I'll tell you, I'm very concerned, very concerned. From a, and again, I hate to bring up the cognitive stuff again. But, you know, if this guy's faculties aren't right, I mean, we're, we're in trouble here. Big time trouble. I want to switch gears, Cap, because of time. Federal investigators probing the mayor's campaign from 2021. They're zeroing in a series of texts suggesting he helped fast-track the opening of the Turkish government's new diplomatic headquarters in Manhattan. I, I got to tell you something here. If this is all true, he's in trouble. Adams is in yeah. serious, serious trouble here. Fast-tracking, legal campaign donations, foreign nationals. I mean, this is serious stuff here, Cap. Yeah. Yeah, and in my experience, just, you know, looking, taking this at face value for what I'm reading right now, in my experience as an investigator, I would look at this and think this is the beginning of the end for Eric Adams because, you know, what, what my big question is, Jay, when they take his laptop and phone, what else is on there? That, that's what he, I think he's worried about right now. I mean, this is bad enough. This is bad enough. But I think, you know, it, his only answer was he's going to chalk this up to constituent services. 
I don't think that's going to fly with the FBI in the in the Southern District of New York. But I think what else is going to be on that phone and on that laptop that in the course of their investigation, looking for information concerning this case, might they see and might they find and might be investigated? Um, that's That's what I think he's probably very concerned about, not to mention this incident itself. I, I'd say it's the beginning of the end. That's what it looks like for me. You got, you got stuff mayor. already <laughs> regarding the former FDNY commissioner and Dan Nigro clearing the way, green lighting and everything else regarding a Turkish presence. That's serious stuff here. Uh, and I'll tell you, I agree with you a thousand percent. The beginning of the end for Adams. And believe me, uh, his track record is, uh, is uh, not even in question as being up to par. As far as a leader, uh, as far as a leader, as far as, uh, you know, since he's been on board, uh, just the way he's handled everything has been despicable as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so we shall see. Cap, uh, well done there. Kind of a shortened version. We'll keep an eye on things. We'll uh, look forward, as always, talking with you tomorrow. How's that? Sounds great, Jay. Thanks. GlobalThreatSolutions.com for peace of mind in uncertain times. Check out the site. 